Well, no Anthony Davis tonight, and the Lakers' defense completely implodes, and for the fourth consecutive game, they allow the opposing team to score at least 130 points. The Lakers lose to the Atlanta Hawks tonight, 138-122. to What went wrong, and will the Lakers win another game on this road trip? We're going to break this all down. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by my lovely favorite co-host ever, Laker Dad. Dad, another just disastrous performance. Obviously, it was announced going into it that uh, AD was not going to be playing. This is uh, the night of a back-to-back, but LeBron played, and, you know, the rest of the squad played, so there really is just no excuse. The Lakers should have beat this Atlanta team, but at the end of the day, it was another just really poor showcase. Yeah, what's discouraging, Hannah, is the last two teams the Lakers have played, Houston last night and Atlanta tonight, are both sub-500 teams, and yet they both literally destroyed us. Uh, Neither game was even close, and so it's a little discouraging. I mean... I don't know what's happened to the Laker defense, but again, Hannah, as soon as I heard Anthony Davis wasn't going to play, this this team has no real effective backup center. Uh, we've all known it. Apparently, the the coaching staff and the front office the only ones who don't know it. And so I heard when uh, when I heard that uh, AD wasn't going to play, I figured the Lakers they're just not built to win a game without him. Still, uh, not a lot of fight tonight. I don't think I don't think anybody on the Lakers played too well although I can I think there were two or three exceptions maybe Austin go ahead in the last five games the Lakers are allowing 135.2 points I mean that right there there is no way you're going to win basketball games when you're averaging allowing the opposing team to score 135 points it's just it's ridiculous dad you know obviously without AD tonight uh, it was going to take everyone to really step up. Uh, Jackson Hayes got the start in place of him. Didn't really do much tonight at 6.6 rebounds. I mean, probably could have just played with four players pretty much. Jackson Hayes is, is a no-show. Uh, Torian Prince also continued to get the start. The coach just continues to refuse to play Vanderbilt. Dad, I know you're excited about this one, though. The only highlight for you is that Austin did have a good game. Pretty much the only player tonight. Uh, I guess besides LeBron, although, you know, LeBron didn't have a great game tonight either, but Austin was really the only player tonight who played well. 28 points as well as six assists, two steals. He was 10 for 19 from the floor, only three for eight from three-point range. But I guess when you're taking a look at the stats, he was really the only one who uh, played even slightly well. Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Hannah. There were two other players who I think played quite well. I think Jared Vanderbilt played very, very well. If you look at his stats, he, again, was all over the place. Okay, you're right. Vando was was good tonight. And Rui. Rui was excellent tonight. Uh, I wish he would get more minutes, but again, the coaching staff is just absolutely in love with, with uh, Torian Prince. Uh, it just doesn't seem like there's anything that's going to happen that's going to take him out of that starting lineup. Yeah, no, when I was talking about the, the players, I was talking about the starters, but you're right. Uh, Vanderbilt played really well tonight. 12 points, uh, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. He was a perfect 6-for-6 six six from the floor, uh, but I guess it doesn't matter because, like we said, uh, the coach just refuses to start him, especially we could have really used him tonight for defensive purposes without AD, so really just inexcusable with Darvin Ham's decision. And, you know, Rui, Dad... Really, 16 points, four rebounds, two steals as well. He was seven for 11 from the floor, hit two three-pointers. It's crazy, Dad, because, you know, the Lakers are playing Rui, uh, paying Rui a lot of money, yet they're just, I think, really underusing him. It's kind of weird, to be honest. 
Well, they're also playing Jared Vanderbilt a lot of money. They're underusing both those guys, and they're they're you know it, we're lucky Cam Reddish. If Cam Reddish was here, he and Torian Prince would be the ones getting the minutes, and Rui and and Vanderbilt would get even less. So it doesn't make sense to anybody other than Darvin Ham. But apparently, there must be some method to his madness. You know what the uh, the telltale stat is tonight, Dad? The Lakers were fourteen for twenty five from the three from the free throw line tonight. Yeah, you, you can't win games like that, Hannah. They missed so many free throws. There were at least three or four times when the players missed t- both free throws. Okay, and and how often does that happen in a game? It, it just it was uh, embarrassing, Hannah. Really embarrassing. Yeah, really embarrassing. You know, like we mentioned, our next game is against the Boston Celtics. So that one could be really, really ugly because these last two games, teams that we should have beat, uh, have been just honestly horrific. So, Dad, is there anything that the Lakers can do to hopefully come out on Thursday night's game against the uh, the Boston Celtics? and get that win. I mean, obviously, anytime the Lakers play the Celtics, you know, tension's always high. Obviously, those two franchises have a, a long-lived rivalry. It's going to be really just sting extra hard if the Lakers come out and just completely put on a performance like they have been these last couple games. Yeah, Hannah, um, it's a little scary. Actually, when you let the Hawks score 138 points, you say to yourself, what in the world are the Celtics going to do? But... Um, you know, on the positive side, I mean, maybe AD will get uh, a little extra couple days of rest and maybe that'll make him feel better. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to D'Lo tonight. Um, he had his poorest game in quite some time. I'm not sure if he was just tired. He might have been tired, but he only scored nine points and, and you know, really had a poor shooting statistics. Um, so hopefully maybe if he was just tired, he'll get a couple more days of rest and he'll be a little bit better. But I, Hannah, it starts on the defensive end. The Lakers were so bad defensively tonight. Uh, you know, without, again, without AD in the lineup, they, they just have no defense at all. And, uh, they've got to address this at the trade deadline. I don't know what they're waiting for, but, uh, cause by the trade deadline, we, you know, <laughs> we may be really underwater here. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously things were kind of looking a little bit better for us. At one point, we had won five of our last eight games. We were just a game above 500. And then since then, everything has just really taken a, a complete nosedive. And it's unfortunate because now that when you take a look at the schedule, I mean, we're obviously on the road for the next, you know, handful of games here. The Lakers could come back and be at the trade deadline well below 500, which, of course, is, you know, not the position they want it to be in. But, Dad, you're completely right. It starts on the defensive end. And obviously, AD is a big part of their defense. But, you know, other guys can still step up and contribute. And that is just not what happened tonight. So I know they're tired after that, you know, really exciting double overtime win against Golden State the other night. And then, of course, this was the second night of a back-to-back. But still, no excuses for the lack of energy and, you know, just how poorly this this Lakers team played. It's it's really unfortunate. But we got to somehow try to get it together and come out on a with a lot of energy and a lot of intensity for that next one against the Celtics. Hannah, what did you think of DeJounte Murray tonight? This was our chance to see him. You know, he's been in so many Laker trade rumors. Uh, I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's a good player. We've talked about this a ton. Tonight, he, he played really well. He had 24 points. Uh, he had nine assists as well as four rebounds, two steals. He was 11 for 19 from the floor. He was um, 0 for 4 from three-point range. And listen, Dad, we talked a lot about how DeJounte Murray is, is a really good player. I just don't think he's 
that much better than D'Lo, which is why I don't necessarily want to trade D'Lo for him right now because I just think, again, it's bringing in a player who I don't think is that much better, and then he has to try to implement him into this new system and build the team chemistry, where I think D'Lo actually has really good chemistry with LeBron AD in Austin. So, listen, I mean... Obviously, he's a great player. Um, I'm sure he was a little bit more excited and fired up for this one to showcase his talents against this Lakers team. But, you know, at the end of the day, while he is good, I still don't think he would be that much of a difference maker for us. What did you think? Well, Hannah, it's a little hard to tell based on one game. I was impressed with him. He's very smooth. He's very fast. I mean, he's a totally different player than D'Angelo Russell. You know, uh, I I mean, I certainly wouldn't mind having him, but I, I mean, I... Tentatively, I kind of agree with you. I mean, is he going to move the needle that much? I don't know. And he's not, it's not like he's 23 years old. He's 27, so you know he's not a, a total kid. So I'm not sure, Hannah. I, I mean, I, I, I just I didn't come away with a definite impression. Yeah, we got to trade for him or no, we can. I thought he looked really good. I'd love to have him on the team, but I'm not sure what we'd have to pay to get him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I completely agree with you there, Dad. But like, fam, I want to hear from you. What did you think of DeJounte Murray tonight? Obviously, we all know the Lakers have been tied to him heavily in this this trade uh, rumors. So what did you think? Do you think the Lakers should go for it? Or do you think, no, you didn't see enough that would really make you want to pull the trigger? Let me know. Uh, that is going to be it for uh, tonight's post-game show. Once again, you can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.